Welcome back to another episode of the Martial Arts Podcast. My name is Irvin Quintin. Today is February 7th. We're just past midnight. I was speaking to my son here about his fight camp in Thailand. And then he experienced doing fight camp here for our guys, Team Impact. I asked him to share some things. He was just so excited. He was so excited that he just jumped into things and he started showing a bunch of stuff. And I, you know, I'm on the, I'm on the end, I'm on the, on the sideline giving some tips here and there so that way I can keep time management um, under control. But as natural and as free flowing as possible, I let him have the floor tonight. I got my chance to train with everyone. And one of the best things that I've experienced is just train. Right? Like I don't have to worry about managing the class. I don't have to worry about managing, um, you know, this detail, that detail for many people. He gave me the chance to train tonight and it felt really good. I was training with my oldest son and, uh, you know, I could feel him holding, holding back on doing certain moves, especially the one where we were going to do the throw. We did the, we did a throw sweep and I could feel him holding back. I was like, no. Go ahead, throw me. I want to know what this feels like. It's good for me. I want to train because I had the, I have the intention of fighting this year in a Muay Thai fight, along with Team Impact, and it's very difficult for me in this position that I have to train and to teach and to do management of the business, management of the home, everything all at the same time. So I took the opportunity when my son came back. He was gonna teach class because I was gonna train tonight. So he gave that to me. And then later on, he puts on the persona of one of my, or probably his too, favorite uh, type ad holders. And he whipped my ass, guys. It was great, felt good. And then my wife, she recorded me going, and in my mind, I'm thinking I'm pretty fast. I'm going pretty strong. I watched the video, <laughs> nope, terrible. So much rust in there, but that's okay. I got something to work for. The event is in June. I got a lot of time to brush that off. I've been working on certain things. Right now, we got jujitsu around the corner. In March, we have Pan Ams, and um, you know, I'm looking forward to um, training for that. You know, having my time building myself up there. And training jujitsu is completely different from training Muay Thai. And you get some people who think that it's the same thing and you could do one over the other. And then you say, well, you know, cardio is cardio, strength is strength. Like, no, 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 no. Like jujitsu for me is training to swim a lot. Muay Thai for me is like training to run a lot. You have explosive movements and then you have static movements and you can't get the two mixed up. You know, if you want to get good at jujitsu, you got to do jujitsu. If you want to get good at Muay Thai, you have to do Muay Thai. You can't do one as a substitute for the other. So that, that doesn't make any sense, right? People will argue back and forth saying, oh no, but you can get this attribute and bring it over here. That's true. If you understood the mentality that it takes to compartmentalize certain skill sets. If you can do that, then yeah, sure, I guess so but as long as you still train what you're supposed to train. But anyway, I digress from that, that leg and cascade or rabbit hole of, of the thing. But I really wanted to get into the end of the night, which was with the fight camp. And uh, today was pretty hard. You know, we were at the end of the week 
And the most difficult part is the end of the week, right? Like I like to train or teach everyone in the beginning more technique, more strategy, development stuff. And then when we reach the end of the week, it gets really hard, right? And on Saturday is one of the harder training because, you know, we've got a weekend to recover and enjoy, you know, resting and relaxing. So I'm going with some of the guys and, we're, you know, we're sparring. And I want to make sure that I spar with everyone. And, you know, some, some guys I can go a lot harder with. Some guys I have to go harder with. Some people are still trying to build themselves up. And the ones that are building themselves up, every once in a while, I put in, you know, some pretty tough strikes in there. Something for them to handle. It lets them know where they are. If they get too comfortable on something, in their position, in whatever skill that they have, sometimes, and you tell me if you've ever had a, a partner that does this, they try to garner a little bit of pity. You know, they give you a little, uh, they break their poker face for that moment, showing you that they're, you know, tired. But that's not what you're supposed to do when you fight. You're supposed to maintain the best poker face that you can, right? At, at least for the beginners. And like later on, you can use understanding the poker face and, you know, lure someone in and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, ambush them with, whatever combination that you have waiting for them. But for beginners, um, the, the, the building amateurs, the rising stars, they got to work on the, the poker face. And the only real way to do that is if they're tired or if they got tagged with a really good shot, startles their mind, you know, shakes their emotions a little bit. And that's the only time that they have to work on their poker face. You have to present to them the opportunity. And if you take it light on your partner all the time, they won't actually get to understand that they have that ability to not let it affect them. You have to present that to them. If you babysit them, then that's, uh, that's bad. Not only are you hurting yourself in, you know, being able to grow past your potential, but you're hurting them too because you're developing a false sense of security from their end. And then when something actually happens inside of the fight, they're not prepared for it. So at the end of the night here, I'm telling people, it's like, hey, do that here. Don't get your skills confused in fight camp as your true fighting skills, because there are th there is a delivery system that's taking place. There's an isolation of certain things. There's not free flowing, you know, skill sets in the way that you want to because number one even though we might have free flow uh free flow sparring it's your training partner in front of you and you you're not training to fight them you're using them as a proxy to your opponent and you want to try your skill you want to try your strategy right you're not at full fight mode right you shouldn't be doing that kind of thing don't get confused if your partner is tagging you there's something for you to work on I mean, wouldn't you want your training partner to expose your vulnerabilities so you can work on it? And the more and more that they, let's say, take advantage of your vulnerabilities, then you have the opportunity to work on it because you trust your partner with the vulnerabilities that you have, right? That's something to understand. That's something to value your team for. So that was the end of the talk of tonight. 
And uh, some people, it was uncomfortable for them to hear, but definitely needed. I'll go ahead and end the episode right from here. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for letting me catch up with you. Talk to you later. Thanks.